Una Polka Roja by Dana Sanchez. It was a beautiful Saturday morning. Sunshine found its way through every window of the house. Sophia could smell the corn husks from her mother's tamales while they steamed in the pot. Her mother made the best tamales, just like abuela, not too much masa and just enough chile sauce. Sophia's grandmother, her favorite abuela, lived down the street on the other side of the park. Every day after school, Sophia would go to her grandmother's house until Mama or Papa picked her up after work. Sophia thought grandmother's home looked like a fancy doll cottage. The outside was painted yellow with green trim and a bright red door. Her front yard was fancy too, though Mama said it looked ridicula, ridiculous. Abuela filled her little yard with giant red and white polka-dotted toadstools, gnome statues, and two little fairies that she let Sophia name. Sophia loved to play with the fairies and gnomes outside while Abuela dug in the geraniums or snipped at roses. The inside of the house felt so cozy and fun to Sophia. It wasn't very big inside, but perfect for Abuela and all the colorful things she loved. Giant pots from Mexico decorated every corner, and rainbow-hued afghans hung over the couch and chairs. Abuela's special collection of tiny fairies covered every surface. She didn't mind when Sophia carefully handled them. Abuela didn't own a TV or a computer. After homework was finished, Sophia sat at the kitchen table drawing pictures while her abuela baked pan dulces. Sometimes they would play games together, like sorry or dominoes. Mama, may I take some of your tamales to abuela's house? No, Sophia, I don't have time right now. Maybe we'll go later. Mama, I'm old enough. You let me play in the park with my friends. Let me go by myself, por favor. Mama looked down at Sophia. Sophia straightened her shoulders and tried to stand very tall. You were with your friends, Sophia Maria Luisa. What are you thinking? I'm thinking I want to take some tamales to mi abuelita. It's not very far. Yesterday she wasn't feeling good. Remember? I didn't even get to visit her. I know fresh tamales will make her feel better. Mama narrowed her eyes just a bit which meant she was trying to peer inside Sophia's brain to see what she was really thinking. Sophia blinked, hoping Mama wouldn't see anything suspicious. And how many should I let you take? Just one? Abuela doesn't eat very much. Oh no, not just one. She loves your tamales, so at least send her a dozen. She could share with her friends. These tamales are for lunch today, Sophia. Sophia looked at the big pots on the stove. She pursed her lips and widened her eyes. You always make extra. Mama smiled back. Sophia thought her light brown eyes twinkled a little. I know just who you want Abuela to share with me, Mariposa. All right, you can walk to Abuela's house, but you will go straight there. No stopping at your friend's house. No stopping in the park to play on the swings. No talking to any strangers. Go right to Abuela's house and call me when you get there. 
Yes, Mama, Sophia answered as she ran to get her favorite red jacket that Abuela had made for Sophia's last birthday. Although it was getting a bit small, it reminded Sophia of Abuela's hugs, bright, happy, and soft. Mama shook her head while her lips curved with a smile when she saw the jacket. Sophia, no hace poco frío. It's not even a little cold. You won't need a jacket. Me gusta. I like it. With a sigh, her mama handed her a paper bag with 12 fat, delicious tamales tucked inside. Tell me again what I said, Sophia. Sophia took a breath. She knew understanding the rules about going alone to her grandmother's house were a big deal to Mama. Go straight there. No stopping at my friend's house. No stopping to swing in the park. No talking to strangers. Go right to Abuela's house and call you when I get there. Mama had that peering expression again, searching Sophia's eyes and face for truth. After a moment, she finally gave a satisfied smile and kissed Sophia on the forehead. All right, mi mariposa, call me as soon as you walk in Abuela's door. Feeling a big grin spread on her face, Sophia nodded and skipped away. Walking past two homes with little front yards like her own, Sophia came to the brown house where one of her friends lived. Her feet started to turn down the sidewalk. She remembered her promise to her mother. Go straight there, no stopping at your friend's house. But Mama also said that Sophia was safer in groups and should always go to the park with at least three other friends, and two of them lived right there in that brown house. She looked back in her mother's direction. Mama had said no stopping, so it would be wrong to stop, even for a minute. So Sophia walked on. There were four swings, a slide, and an old metal jungle gym shaped like a hexagon at the little park on the way to Abuela's house. Sophia loved swinging and pretending that she was flying, sailing a boat, or working in the circus, all while swaying back and forth on the swings. Most other kids liked the swings best, too. She usually had to wait in line for a turn. Right now, every swing was empty. Maybe she could just take a little ride. It would only take a moment. She looked around for a safe place to set her tamales before she remembered Mama's instructions. Go straight there. No stopping at your friend's house. No stopping in the park to play on the swings. Of course, Mama didn't know there would be no line to wait in, that Sophia could go first, right this minute, and ride on the swings. It wouldn't take very long at all. Sophia thought about it. She could see the yellow of Abuela's house from here. She remembered her grandmother wasn't feeling well. Sophia decided following Mama's directions and getting to Abuela's house was more important than swinging. She took the quick way through the middle of the park under the acorn trees. The autumn leaves crunched under her feet as she walked. As she passed by their large trunks, a man stepped out of the shadows. Sophia gasped in surprise. Hola, niña, he said in a friendly way. Hola, she said back, looking him up and down. He was bigger than her, but not as big as her papa. 
He wore baggy jeans and a t-shirt with a picture of an animal on it. At first, all she saw were sharp spikes of teeth. Then she realized it was the shaggy gray head of a wolf. She'd seen him around before while she was waiting in line for the swing. He'd been pushing one of the other kids. He offered to push her too, and she thought he must be a little crazy. Did Sophia look like she needed pushing when she could pump her legs so hard she had sailed over everyone else's heads? A donde vas, niña? He wanted to know where she was going. Sophia pointed to the yellow house and green shutters. I'm going to my grandmother's house. She's not feeling well, so I am taking her tamales de mi madre. On such a nice day, don't you want to play on the swings? Every time I see you, you're waiting in line for the swings. There's no line right now. You could show me how high you can go. He was right. The swings were just sitting there, empty. She might never get another chance like this. I'm supposed to go to my abuela's house, she said softly, not really wanting him to hear. The man did hear her. Su abuela, how about if I go over there and tell her you are coming after you swing for a while? I can take her the tamales. Sophia felt this was a very important decision, and she was certain she would never get another chance to have the swings all to herself. This was a once-in-a-lifetime chance. Before she could change her mind, she handed the man her tamales and ran to the swings. I've seen you before. What's your name? She shouted as she grabbed the chains and sat down. Already walking away, he shouted back. Mi nombre es Lobo. My name is Wolf. Sophia flew high in the swings. The wind blew her hair back into her face and the squeak of the swings chains echoed all across the park. She quit pumping and came to a stop. It wasn't as fun on the swings all alone as she had thought it would be. Her tummy rumbled and she remembered her mama's tamales. The sun shone on Abuela's yellow house. Sophia didn't see the man at the front door. She didn't see him anywhere. She remembered her mama saying, Go straight there. No stopping at your friend's house. No stopping in the park to play on the swings. And no talking to strangers. Call me when you get there. Jumping from the swing, Sophia ran across the park straight to her abuela's house. She knocked on the door, calling out, Mi abuela, estoy aquí. Turning the knob, she rushed inside. Mi abuela, estoy aquí. My grandmother, I am here. The curtains were all closed. None of the lamps were on. Shadows covered everything. Strange shapes seemed to hang from the ceiling, and the living room felt hot, stuffy, and scary. Where was her abuela? Abuela? She saw something in the hallway. It looked tall and with man-shaped shoulders. Sophia's heart beat hard. Who could that be? Tilting her head, she tried to make out a face and a body. That could not be Abuela. Abuela was short. This shape was tall. Abuela was round. This shape was thin. Sophia was not sure what to do. Suddenly there was a loud shout. Surprise! Feliz cumpleaños! 
Sophia's whole body jumped in surprise. She couldn't help the squeak that came out of her mouth as the lights came on and the curtains were pulled open. People were everywhere. All her friends laughing. Mama standing next to Papa. Abuela holding a cake with seven candles on it. Sophia did not know if she should cry or laugh until Abuela came up and asked her to blow out the candles. With bright mischievous smiles two of her friends tomas and anna crowded around her you looked very surprised we got you sophia just nodded as she watched abuela set the cake on the table she didn't look sick at all today with the lights on her home was even more colorful than usual red and yellow tissue paper stars hung from the ceiling and balloons floated in the corners in a rainbow my cousin said you had no idea what your mama and su abuela were planning, Anna said. Cousin? Anna pointed to the man in the wolf shirt standing in the hallway, now talking to her own papa. That's Lobo. You know him. My mom sends him to watch us at the park. You never told me he was your cousin. Anna made a silly face at her. Yes, I did too. You were just flying too high to hear. Your eyes almost popped out of your head when we yelled surprise. It was so funny, Tomas said. See, we did surprise her, Mama said with a laugh, and she hugged Sophia from behind. And now I know how good you are at following directions. Mama turned Sophia by the shoulders and drew her over to the table where the cake, all of Mama's tamales, and all the other food were arranged. What did I say to you, mi mariposa? Hurriedly, Sophia spoke in a rush. I was going to call you, but then everybody is already here. Mmm. Mama made a thoughtful humming noise. It was not a good sound. Sophia thought for a moment about making excuses, but the expression on her mother's face made her pain change her mind. I got on the swings. I talked to a stranger, she admitted. Yes. You did, and we will need to talk about this later. Now I wish to celebrate your birthday. Feliz cumpleaños, mijija. Abuela came out from the kitchen with a pitcher of lemonade and set it on the table, smiling at Sofia and her mama. Abuela, you're not sick at all. When Abuela laughed, her face wrinkled. It takes me a long time to blow up balloons. I hope you enjoyed this short story by me, Dana Sanchez, also known as De Poppins. And I hope it gives you an opportunity to talk about following directions and stranger danger. Little Red Riding Hood inspired this story, but I always thought it would make a great example of stranger danger. I wonder if you do too. Let me know. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can email me at depoppins.com.